Hello everyone, Al here. Now, for anyone who's been listening to this show since the beginning, what you're about to hear, you probably heard the first time it was released. But anyone who started listening to the show in the last few years, well, as you went back to look through the earlier episodes, you would have found that five of them are missing. Episodes 17, 35, 42, 49, and 71. And this was because a few years ago, I removed them due to a complaint about copyright ownership. Apparently, there was a complaint I had used some copyrighted material in them. Well, what specific material was used? I have no idea. Despite me sending numerous emails to both my hosting site and the company I was complaining, I was never informed of what was the problem, just that there was a problem. Now, without knowing what the issue was, the only way to keep the show on the site is to just have removed those episodes completely. Looking back at them, the one, the one thing I can see so far, I haven't listened to all of them yet, but the one thing I can see so far they all do have in common is a promo for a show that's ended now, Parallel Lines, a DC Comics Tangent Universe podcast, which used the song Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. It's taken me some time, but I finally got off my butt and I'm starting to re-edit these episodes to remove that as well as anything else that possibly could be considered copyright material. Although... As I've finished doing this episode, episode 17, so far the promo is the only thing I heard at all that was on there, so that's probably what it is. And quick update, as of doing this episode, still, that's the only thing on there. So I'm going to go assume that was the problem. But anyway, I'm going to be re-releasing these episodes this year. By the end of the year, everything's going to be in the feed. Of course, in the wrong order, but, you know, hey, you can't have everything. All right, so here it is. Representing episode 71, Outtakes 2017, with the buck, and some from Joe, and even less of Brian Zeno. Hello, welcome back to Resurrections, and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. I'm your host, Al Sedano, and in case you didn't notice the title or the notes when you download the episode, this is our final episode of the year, and as we've been doing for the last few years, this is our outtake clip show. So this episode, we'll be presenting some of our outtakes from episodes 32 to 38. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get on with it. Yeah, I don't have cable anymore. Yeah, it's weird now. I have cable again while I'm at my parents. I just hope things don't require me to verify my cable service online so I can just watch shows online. <laughs> well, that's why I have Hulu. Yeah. And that's what I was using until I'm here. Now I'm spoiled because I have, like, cable and TiVo. So I'm looking at things going, yes, take this. Yes, take this. <laughs> Ash vs. the Evil Dead? Hell yeah, take that. Oh, damn, that's right. That makes me sad. 
I'm sure that's going to be available somewhere. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be on, like, on Netflix, because I think they have a Stars deal. Yeah. At the very least, it'll be on Netflix, if not on Hulu already, because they have a lot of cable shows that are on Hulu right now. Yeah, I just don't have Hulu, and I don't think I want it, because people that I talk to say that you can't skip the commercials, and they actually make you watch commercials. Well, no, yes, they do have commercials on there. But, I mean, here's the thing. Either if you're just watching it, because you don't have to sign up for Hulu as as long as you don't mind watching on your computer. If you watch it on your computer, it's free. You just don't have like as much stuff available all the time. Some stuff will go away quicker. But oh. it's there for free. So who but cares like all- if you commercials because it's free. And also, you don't have as many commercials as normal. Usually, you're watching it on there, and it'll be like, it'll even tell you, your show will return in 59 seconds. So you don't oh. have five minutes of commercials in between. You know, you have maybe five minutes of commercials total. Well, that's not bad. And when you have, if you're paying for Hulu Plus, which is like, what, eight, nine bucks a month, which means you can watch it on other devices besides your laptop. And it also means there's more things, you know, you'll have access to things, let's say, sooner. Like a new show won't be on Hulu for a week, but on Hulu Plus it might be available in two days after it airs. Oh, okay, so there's a little wait period. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, that's why you're paying for it. And you still have commercials, but again, I mean, you're paying, if you're paying for cable, you're paying how much and you're getting five minutes of commercials. I don't see why people complain for paying nine bucks and getting you know, five minutes total throughout the whole show instead of five minutes at a time. Yeah. And actually, I watch Hulu Plus on the TV because it's on the main TV here. Mm-hmm. Half the time, it seems like they skip commercials for me. Like, it'll say, your show will be back in 45 seconds, and there'll be one commercial for 15 seconds, and then the show comes back on. So I don't know if it's a glitch or they just, you know, are being nice, but I have no issue with it. At the very least, it tells you exactly how long you have to wait, and it's never more than a minute and a half usually. Yeah, I need to start working on my credit, so I might get, like, Hulu and Netflix in my name and just start working on it that way. Yeah. But at the very least, Hulu, Hulu itself is free, um, as long as you don't mind watching your laptop. If you want to watch on some other device, or if you're like, oh, crap, there's shows that they don't have available on Hulu anymore, but it's on Hulu Plus, then you got to pay for it. But otherwise, uh, no. you can go fine with just watching, if Dude, you're watching new shows on there. My, my computer is my entertainment system, so I'm used to watching shows on here and movies yeah. and all that. So. so, I mean, you can still use Hulu for free. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to, I'll have you to check go on there right now. You don't have to log in. I mean, you could if you want to like have stuff stay, but you can just go on there and just type in, okay, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There it is. Oh, okay, cool. I'd definitely check check that out. Yeah, no, Hulu is great. I mean, like I said, Plus is, I mean, I get the Plus. We wanted the Plus, but that was mainly so I can watch on TV. Yeah. Half the time, I still just go on my computer and I just type in Hulu and I just watch something right there because as long as it hasn't gone away yet. But I have so much stuff on Netflix already. You don't even want to know what I'm trying to go through right now. Yeah, I, I've got to start cutting down it, like going, okay, this can wait. Like, okay, I can finish watching the Rockford Files later. That's not yeah. like. <laughs> Dude, I'm six season six seasons into Mash. I'm trying. I've watched all of the Spider-Man animated one on uh, Disney XD. Their uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, my favorite uh, anime one. <laughs> the uh, Avengers one they have there. Oh, oh, uh, Avengers Assemble? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to make it through Star Trek The Next Generation. That is painful right now because I'm still in season one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Deep Space Nine would probably be easier. Well, I've seen that in its entirety like three or four times. That's my favorite Trek show. I think that's the one I like the best, too. Yeah. Uh, What else do I got on there? Uh, Magnum P.I. I'm on like season three. 
that's going to be eventually in my rewatch list too, but I figure I don't have to rush on that. So I can miss the spoiling on it. Let's see what else I got on there. I'm going to open it up real quick now. I'm just curious. Magnum. That was actually Magnum was the thing that kept me in Lost for the last season or two. If you watched the last, if you watched all, I forget if you watched Lost. No, I didn't. Oh, hey, look, Gotham just premiered on Netflix. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it eventually. Uh, I can't. It's just I can't get into that one. All right, so I watched the season premiere part or season two. Big, big change in that it actually seems good. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much good or bad. I mean, I don't remember really. It was only I only watched the first two episodes. It's you know, like there's just some shows like it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. There's just something about the premise you can't get past. Like, uh, okay. A lot of people with Firefly, the part that is like seemed like part Western, part sci-fi. People are like, I can't watch this. Doesn't matter if it was good or bad, yeah. they just couldn't get around it. For me, I'm like, well, wait, it's a Batman show showing Bruce Gordon dealing with all the bat villains now. So either it's going to be a show about Gordon losing all the time, or it's going to be, well, why the hell do we need Batman? Gordon's taking out the Joker and the Penguin and Catwoman right away. Why do we need a Batman? What's the oh, point? Oh, because Catwoman's a teenager, so, you know, she isn't Catwoman. Well, uh, yeah, but she's not that, but he's still, he's taking them out. Like, it's like, well, why do you need Batman? Gordon's doing everything. Yeah, but if you don't think of it as a Batman show, you think of it as a origins of Jim Gordon, you can get around that issue. Because at first I'm like, okay, this is going to be really stupid for a lot of the reasons that you're saying. But when you watch it, you see his more focus on Gordon and his rise to the ranks of the GCPD and what he has to deal with and all the corruption and all that. Yeah, maybe. Like I said, I just it, I can't get past that. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, so, I, can, but I, I can understand. It's not, especially once I saw it on Netflix, I'm like, okay, one of these days I'm sure I'll be caught up enough with stuff and I'll be in a mood for it. Yeah. Until then, I'm like, I'm not, I don't care. So, you know, I'm happier with Flash. Oh, I'm looking for that. And I'm hoping, and uh, Arrow, and I'm hoping that uh, what I heard about the guy played Constantine showing up on Arrow at some point was true, because I did oh, like that one. I think they confirmed that. Excellent. Yeah. Because I did like that show. Oh, yeah. It irritated me that no one would pick that up. Yeah. And, like, how many people, like, Shatner said, I'll be on it, and the guy who plays Arrow was like, I'll be on it. Yeah. What about Supergirl? I'll watch that. Uh, I, I, I just watched a uh, trailer for it today oh it looks horrible I don't know it looks fun uh, I don't know I mean I'm going to give it a shot because you know comics and all yeah but I don't know did you watch a Daredevil on Netflix oh god yeah that was painful for me to get through really you didn't like it oh the acting was so abysmal like the best actors were like the non-lead actors you know I love the girl that played uh, what's her name Karen Oh, uh, the chick from uh, True Blood. Oh, she's on True Blood? Okay. Yeah, the redhead. Yeah, I... Good God, whenever uh, Vincent D'Onofrio was on screen, I just shook my head. I'm like, oh, he's going to speak. It's not going to be good. <laughs> like, I mean, he carries himself like I would imagine Kingpin would, but he doesn't, like, talk like I expect him to, you know? Okay, I get it. It just annoys me. Maybe I'll just uh, excited about all the little details, like the things that dropped, you know. What about that girl from, that Greek girl you dated? Yeah, no, lo- lo- those are neat. And there's and the, actually uh, a video on YouTube about the Easter eggs on uh, the show, which was nice and fun. 
Yeah. Or the Chinese lady, when she found out where she was from. Who is that? I, I feel like... I, I don't know the name of her, but once they showed and gave the name... Because I was trying to figure out what was going on with her. We had, like, those three, you know, four lieutenants. And one was the owl. Leela Nowsley was the owl, if you know what that is. No, no. He's a Daredevil villain when he is a, when they show him the comics he has Wolverine like hair and he actually has like these fake metal. Oh, okay. So either he was supposed to be him or the son they keep referring to is going to be back as the Owl. But that was him. And of course the other the one guy from Japan was from the Hand. Yeah. So you know once they like started really like they would, you know you're like oh, okay these are somebody but I couldn't figure out who she was. The name of her heroin drug that she was pushing in the symbol Steel Serpent. That's an Iron Fist villain. Oh. Which means when she said she's not from China, she's from somewhere else. Yeah, that, that I'm like, she's okay, at this point, I feel like I should know who she is, but I don't, and it irritates it's me. Like, I didn't know, I don't know who she is. I don't know if she actually was. I didn't get a chance to look up, so I don't know if she's from something, or they just made her up. Right. But she's connected to Kun Lun. Oh, okay. Which means there's a chance that she might show up in the... Uh, What's it called? The Iron Fist show. You mean Luke Cage? No, he's uh, Iron Fist is a gang show too. I didn't know that one. I, I knew Luke Cage was and Jessica Jones and oh, uh, oh, uh, to he here comes my favorite Moon Knight. Really, Moon Knight? I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, they just they announced that they're like, well, we're thinking about it. And like a couple days earlier, like, yeah, we're probably doing it. <laughs> okay, because originally the plan was just five shows, one season each. Daredevil because they didn't know how well they were going to do. Daredevil, oh, yeah. Dick Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, and then a Defender, not full, like an eight-episode show for Defenders. With all- oh, oh, they uh, released like another five shows that are going to come on there. Well, I know that Daredevil got a season two, because they're yep. filming that now with The Punisher. Yep. And I have to say, good, good casting for uh, Punisher. Yeah. And this is a good place to bring The Punisher in. Oh, yeah. Because not everybody needs to be in all the movies. I mean, they don't have to do a Daredevil movie. No. If it's doing well enough, keep it on here. And just, you know, it's still part of the world. You just don't have, you know, it's just not in the movies. I mean, although I wouldn't mind seeing them getting Scarlett Johansson for one of the seasons. <laughs> well, Daredevil and Black Widow. I mean, yeah. no, the book was titled that for like four, for several years. But I, before that happens with Netflix, it has to happen with like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they had to bring in some of the more uh, movie characters for that show. Well, you, you, did you see what they're doing for this season? No, I don't know anything about this season. Secret Warriors. Uh, oh, you're kidding me. Well, because that, remember, that's where she comes from originally. That, no, no, I know, but I'm just surprised that they're pulling that out. Because Secret Warriors isn't really something that I think a lot of people are going to you know, get and like. I mean, they were kind of like... B and C rate characters, in my opinion. Well, they were, yeah, well, they were all brand new because they're supposed to be the children of people. But the fact, I mean, I don't know if they're going to go with that exactly, but I think the concept is enough that makes people go, well, they're going to be using somebody. They're not going to be yeah. using actual, you know, not just shield agent type characters who are just people, but you know, like they did the season with you know the absorbing them and stuff, start bringing in more power yeah. characters, and stuff. So we're going to see more of that. Here's the new upcoming content that. Netflix is going to focus on, and supposedly this is official. Moon Knight, Brother Voodoo. Now that one's going to be interesting. Cool. Miss Marvel, which uh, 
Ronda Rousey is trying to get a role as, and I hope that doesn't happen. I was I like when they said Charlize Theron originally, you know, was uh, one of the people up for it. I would like to see that because she can act and she's hot. Uh, I mean, she can act. She was hotter years ago, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, The Punisher is going to get his own series. Not surprised. And, and here's one that I think will surprise you: Spider-Man 2099. Wow. Yeah. And let's see, Netflix has committed to a minimum of five 13-episode series expanding the world of the Marvel Universe in unexpected ways. Yeah. 2099 is definitely unexpected. Very unexpected. Moon Knight, I'm wondering if it's going to be more of the new, the, the current Moon Knight type series with him in the suit. Oh, uh, what are they calling him? Don't tell me, don't tell me. It's, uh, like, Mr. Knight or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's still Moon Knight, but I mean, like, I think that's what they use, the cops were calling him, at least in that first yeah. season, too, so they could, therefore, get around the fact that it's, you know, that crazy Moon Knight guy. Yeah, because uh, the Marvel Heroes game, I, I'm, like, playing hardcore, they're uh, bringing that costume into the game, and I feel so bad that I don't know anything about the Moon Knight series right now. Yeah, I only read the first five or six issues that Ellis did, but it was good, but I mean, it, it was good. And if they're going to do something like that on TV, I could see them using that as a template more than the old, you know, costume. And he sold the mask. And if this is going to be on Netflix, there's a good chance that this might be R-rated. Oh, yeah. Which I think Moon Knight should be. And, I mean, it, it seemed like it got close to that anyway. Ellis was, you know, getting as close as he could to doing that. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. No, hey, I'm fine with, fine with me because I have Netflix at least. Yeah. Something I could watch brand new instead of waiting. Yeah. And you can binge watch all at once. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you say we get going? That way I can get my dinner and go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to do some... I got to put the other episode going to go up after this, and then I got some eBay stuff to uh, package up. Uh, uh, anything going out? Uh, Jason vs. Leatherface, number two and three. Oh. From Topps Comics. Top Comics. So that that's the older one? That's... What year was like that? As in, like, top the uh, baseball card company and stuff. Yeah, but they uh, went out of business at, like... something like that. Yeah, I was going to say, they went out of business for comics years ago. Yeah, I just happened to grab... I'm just, like, grabbing stuff and going, oh, okay, I have a full thing of these. Let me check real quick and then put them up. Yeah. I was going to put them up separate, uh, together, but I ended up selling them separately. First issue went for 16 bucks, 16.50. The second issue for 12.74, and the third one for, like, 15-something. Nice. Or 16-something. Well, were you going to put them up as a uh, package deal? Just like the three of them. I mean, a lot of comics... I'm just putting no, them. no, I mean price-wise. Oh, if I had no idea of them, I'd probably just put them up for 99 cents for the three of them and hope it sold for a few bucks. Oh. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> I'm like, holy <laughs> these things sold! Yeah. And people want them! They're bidding over them! Must feel nice. <laughs> nice to actually find a few things to sell. I mean, I'm sure a bunch of the, most of the comics are probably going to sell for like five bucks for a run of like thirty of them in a box. But oh yeah, yeah. How many of them am I going to sit there and reread anyway? I barely have the time to read new ones as it is. Yeah, I'm on the fence of trying to get rid of all mine. Plus, how, what am I going to do with them now? Am I going to spend money to get a U-Haul to take them down and put them in? Oh place? yeah, yeah. And you had to worry about the salt air affecting them. Better to just get rid of what I can now. I mean, I'm yeah. just keep, keeping what I know I'll need for the podcast and a few other random things, but for the most part... Well, you have no problem it. doing the digital route either, so... Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, how almost anything Marvel, I don't care. Yeah. 
I can have the digital stuff right here. What do I care? Exactly. Sell it all. All right. So, Thanos vs. Hulk number two. Okay, I was meaning to make notes, but I never got around to it. That is I, fine. I do have it pulled up now, though. Good. Let me get the stocking thing up real quick. You still can. Yeah, I'm too lazy. And she used that red hair. I mean, she's had all color hair. Most of the regular colors. Oh, most of the regular. There, well, there's only like three regular clo- colors. Blonde, blue, blue. Oh, my God. See, there we go. Blue. In my world, yes. In your night world. Oh my god. Blue, black, brown. Oh my god, I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be interesting. So what color is the Hulk this month? Is he green, red, gray? Uh, The three principal Hulk. No, I think it was a yellow one once, too. That like scale. Yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> so, people, this is what blonde. you're in for. I apologize. Wait, the blonde, brunette, and redhead. All right, let's see if let, let's see if I can do this. Blonde, brunette, redhead. I didn't say blue. And black. Is, is black like a natural hair color, though? In all seriousness. Mine is. Is it? Yeah, like, I, I mean, like I've seen pictures and it looks just like a really dark brown. And every person I've ever known with like black hair has dyed it. That's why I'm asking. I'm not trying to be like a smart ass or anything like that. I legitimately don't know. No, it's pretty. No, black hair is pretty dark. Okay, fair enough. That's myself. You learned. I mean, it might look lighter in pictures, but it is very dark hair. But then remember, you also got all the gamut of, like, you know, there's blonde, but I mean, there's also the version of platinum blonde. You know, which is still natural-ish. Yeah, but you can't get platinum without bleaching. Well, I guess not. But you can get very, very fair, fair, uh, with fair blonde, or light blonde, very, very light blonde. Yeah. So she's had all those colors. I mean, the most she's had that was, like, more, you know, close to natural was, like, red. Instead, you know, like, instead of, like, what a red-haired hair looks like, actual red. Okay, yeah, there, there's a couple of chicks that work with that color. But that's the closest she's had to not natural, but it's still red, at least is a natural hair color, you know, so it's in the vein. It's not like, oh, I don't know, blue, which is not a natural hair color. What the hell's wrong with blue? Some chicks look incredibly attractive with blue hair. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Or green. Or pink. Or none. Lee Moon Dragon out of this. I was thinking of actually Robert, Robert Tooney in uh, Empire Records. She had hair, which was a buzz cut. It, that was such a buzz cut, it was gone. It, it was, was a buzz stubble. cut. It was barely stubble. Yeah. And she looked better without the hair in that movie than with the hair. Agreed. In that movie, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying all the time. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. But I, I so still have to go hair- with, uh, what's her face, uh, what? Uh, not Liv Tyler, the other one. Uh, not Reese Witherspoon. Um, crap. Alicia Silverstone? No, she wasn't in that movie. Oh, okay. No, the third one, the, the third chick there, the one that was that slept with Rex Manning. Oh, uh, she played Bridget Jones, right? Yeah. 
Um, Renee Zellweger. Yes, Renee Zellweger. Yeah. She's the best looking one in that movie. Well, yeah, especially when it, she comes out with just the little uh, apron. I'm gonna have to watch that later. I'm, I'm just gonna have to listen to Sugar High. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. We actually listened to that not too long ago. My wife has the uh, soundtrack. Oh. We had it in the car a few, weeks ago, uh, a few months ago. Yeah, it's a pretty good soundtrack. So all that should prepare you people for Thanos vs. Hulk number two. <laughs> Do you like the Transformers? Yes. Do you like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Do you like IDW Comics? And comic book podcasts? Then come check out Ninjas and Bots. Each week we look at an issue of Transformers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from their IDW Comics incarnation. We drop episodes every Saturday morning. Just like the cartoons we loved as a kid. The show can be found on your favorite podcatcher and at johnreadscomics.com. See you then. Yes, small rats too. Oh, dude, I just found out like a month ago that there's a, a dollar theater near me. You know, the second run theaters. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And they they get like the main movies pretty soon after they leave the main in the, in the big movie theaters, which is nice. And the theater is actually pretty decent. Nice. Nice size screen. The seats are uh, comfortable. So I am definitely going to go see Clerks 2 and Mall Rats 2, or Clerks 3 and Mall Rats two more than once. Where? Oh, how much is it? Two bucks. Nice. We used to have one in my area, although it's long gone now. Actually, that's where I saw, and this is the only time you can say you agree that you'll feel ripped off at a $2 theater. That's where I saw Batman and Robin. Oh. I paid for my brother to go, too. I felt ripped off for four bucks. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's two fifty and uh, three fifty for, like, IMAX 3D movies, because they get those there, too. Damn. But, dude, Actually, you yeah. go there, and you pay for the movie, you get popcorn and a soda. It still is cheaper than going to, like, Regal or... Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Any of those, and just for one ticket. So you can actually have a good night out for the same price as one movie ticket. Yeah, especially if you're not worried about seeing the movie today. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Actually, I must, yeah, sorry if I have to mention, when I was, because I mentioned I was going down, I went down to Florida mm-hmm. recently to visit her. We're, we're driving around, we're just looking, you know, trying to get an idea of like some of the, exploring the area a bit, and we also want to get an idea because we're trying to figure out where we're going to live when I go down there. You know, because she's going to look into actually some stuff right before I come down to see if it's possible for us to buy something if, instead of renting for okay. a year. Yeah. You know, buy. So we're driving around in the area, still open and operational, pretty much on a daily basis. Drive-in theater. No. Now it's not as cheap, obviously, as yours. Yeah. But it's six bucks a person. See, that's that's still a good deal. For two, and you get since the drive-in, you get two movies a night. You know, for the six choice. bucks, or it's you have six to... bucks. So you come in at like seven, like seven. I think seven thirty it starts, so it goes for like four hours. I mean, you can leave if you want to after the first movie. Uh, dude, that's three but bucks it makes a sense movie. to get there. Yeah, three bucks a movie per person. It's... Yeah, that's freaking awesome. And I think it's more or less second run, too, because they were showing, this was like two weeks ago, they were showing um, Minions and uh, something else. Oh, Jurassic World. Okay, yeah. Which I'm pretty sure we're out. So that's, that's second run. And I'm looking at their website to see what's upcoming. When I go to, when I move down there, Star Wars has got, you know, 
Star Wars is on their list. The new oh, one. wow. If I go down, you know, since that comes out like December 17th or 18th, shortly after I come down there, that's, they're going to be getting it. Yeah, so, I've been trying to go see the new Fantastic Four movie out there. But with a, my schedule now, I just can't do it. But I'm going to force myself to uh, wake up and go see Ant-Man. Ant-Man's worth it. Good, okay. That, that's all I needed. It, it's done. It's a deal. <laughs> Especially at that price. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm all excited about going down there. Like, we can go. She's not a bit, She likes movies, but she's not big on movie theaters. Like, she doesn't get comfortable. But yeah, okay. Or... You know, and it's like, hey, and if you don't like one of the two movies, well, hey, if we don't like the second movie, we just leave early. I mean, so six bucks for one movie instead of, you know, three each, three for, three for each movie. It's still cheap. Now, you guys are in Tampa. Is the movie theater in Tampa as well, or is it in another? No, uh, it's out, well, actually, we're south of Tampa. We're like 40 minutes south of it. What's the uh, place uh, called? We're, we're in Parrish. It's in Ruskin. Mm, yeah, I'm not familiar with it. I think that's a little bit more north than where I used to live. It's, yeah, it's like that, that. She's all near Sarasota and Bradington. Yeah, Sarasota. I lived near Sarasota. I was in Fort Myers, so I, I know that okay. little area. Yeah, so yeah, well, it's a little north. Okay, cool. So, that's where it so, is. So, like, so is it like? Awesome. Is it near the beach? I mean, can you like hear the uh, ocean and smell the breeze and all that? I don't know. It's not that close to the beach. I think. Ah, uh, darn! That would I mean, been close awesome. enough. Yeah. I mean, they're still not that far away. Probably be at the beach in like a half hour. Oh, okay, that's cool. But so almost, and again, like you said, with the snacks, it's still pretty cheap. I mean, you can still, and they have like you know burgers and popcorn and stuff. Oh, nice! Like three bucks, like three fifty for a cheeseburger, like three bucks for large popcorn. All right, I'm a little jealous of that because my place only has like popcorn, pretzels, and nachos and candy, and of course soda. I'm like for that price, I'm like. Hell, that's something I can do if, like, she's, like, you know, busy or, like, you know, has a girl's night. I have nothing else to do. I'm like, I'm, I can go to the drive-in and just watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, I saw Ted 2 at the second-run theater. Hell, with the drive-in, I could bring the dog with me. Yeah, you could. Yeah. It even said dogs are allowed as long as they don't bark at people through the car, which he doesn't. He won't care. And you clean up when you walk them. Hell, yeah. Super Dog deserves a movie. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, come on, puppy. Let's go right for a ride. Basically, what's going to happen, he'll just end up taking a nap in the car and then crawling on my lap and sleeping on there while I listen to the movie. <laughs> I watch the movie. That's it. But it's like, yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's awesome. And it's like, the downside is if you don't like both, if you don't want to see both movies and you want to see the second one, you got to get there early because you don't want to not have a spot, obviously. Yeah. Do you have to get there at the start of the first movie or can you... I think you have to get, from what I remember seeing, you have to get there before the start of the first movie. Oof. But here's the thing. You're in your car. Bring a book. Talk. You can talk to the other person. You're not going to bother anybody. You can have a whole conversation and not care about yeah. the movie. You can bring, I mean, as long as you have it on, let's say, I don't know how the Wi-Fi would be there, but if you have it saved on a device, you can bring your tablet and watch a TV show yeah. or a movie yourself if you just want the second one. And if you don't want the second, if you don't want the second one, you want the first, it's easier. Just leave. Yeah. I mean, really, like, you know, you pull up there and you're like, okay, well, let's BS for a while. Or, hell, we're in a drive-in. Let's pull around. Let's make out a little bit. <laughs> we'll make out for the first movie. We'll Wait, pull around what for are the first you? Movie. Are you in high school all of a sudden? Are I you, never are had you? to make, make out for anyone in a drive-in. There never was a drive-in. <laughs> I got to make up time. You know the last thing I saw in a drive-in, the last movie I saw? Um, I've been bitter. And it was when it was a first. This was the first one of the movie, by the way. 
Okay, I, I am going to I'm going to say uh, liar, liar. No, earlier. Uh, Here's a hint. I've mentioned not that movie, but I mentioned the title of that movie when I talked about movies. As we talked about movies recently, as in like this conversation. Rubber. Or this conversation. I know, but I I just had to mention rubber. Yeah. Batman and Robin. Star Wars. Oh, you you meant like this conversation? Literally, yes. Yes. The last time I've been to a drive-in was 1977 or 78 when my parents took me to see Star Wars. How much older are you than me? I didn't think you were that much older. How old are you then? 33. I just turned 40. I, wow, damn. I didn't think you were that much older than me. Oh, happy birthday, old fogey. Thank you. Hey, I got carded recently, and I, they thought I was 21. Uh, sure they did. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Got it. Let me have it. Okay, you can have it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, the last thing I was two. I mean, I don't remember much, but I remember. I have vague memories of it. But, yeah, it's the first movie I ever saw. Yeah, the first movie I ever saw in the theater was actually Liar, Liar. That's why I brought that up. <laughs> okay, I was like, what the fuck? Liar, Liar? Where the hell did that come from? Yeah. That but, yeah. Liars. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, that's the last thing I saw. So I'm actually kind of excited that the first movie I might see at a drive-in now, be able to go see again, is a Star Wars movie. Okay, since we're talking about Star Wars and not the comic that we should be, which is normal for us, yeah. who, who do you think uh, a black stormtrooper is? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be connected to anybody. I think he's just going to be a new character. I, I, don't, think I don't think he's going I, to be connected in any way. I think he's just going to be the... So you just think he's going to be a straight-up new character? Do you think he's going to be a stormtrooper, or do you think he's going to be someone who, like, stole the stormtrooper outfit? I think stole. Yeah. I, I think what they're doing, because they're doing... Obviously, we're having new characters involved. You know, characters are going to be involved with, like, the past and stuff. I think he's going to be like kind of the uh, rogue element character. Okay. Because like to think about it, like if you, I mean, if you want to take the whole thing in together, when you get to the you know the Star Wars we think of, New Hope, you have Luke and Leia who are connected to everything with the Jedi and Vader and Yoda and all that. But then you have Han and Chewie in. It's like they had nothing to do with you know Han, well forget Chewie I know that's Chewie or anything, but you know Han Solo had nothing to do with anything from Episode One, Two, Three. Right. You know, his family, him, whatever, has nothing to do with all the Clone Wars and the Emperor and everything. So he's like the rogue element thrown in there. And I think that's what this guy's going to be. He's going to kind of be like the part that has nothing to do with anything else. He's not connected. He has no family relation. He's not a Sith who's like, you know, training to be a Sith or whatever anyone else is. He's the brand new rogue element that has no, that has kind of like the flying, you know, the X Factor, so to speak. Okay, so so you're saying he is... He has, like, no relations to anyone. He's not going to be, like, uh, the offspring of Leia and Han or have any relations to any of the, any of the preformed characters, so to speak. He's just going to be straight up new. Correct. Okay. But a lot of people I talk to are speculating that he's going to be Lando's kid. But you know what? We, we, I, I'm, and, okay, that'd be fine, too, but, I mean... Let's have more than just one black family in Star Wars. Exactly. You know, not just because they're black does not be both black doesn't mean they're related. Yeah. But really, you've only ever seen two black characters in Star Wars, and one of them was a white man on the inside. 
<laughs> Are you thinking of small of a uh, chasing Amy now? He had a valid point. Okay, <laughs> tell me it's not true. I'm just saying that there was definitely a white man inside that but, black character in yes, Star. Yes, there was. Well, yeah, that's true. And the guy was voiced by James Old Jones. Yeah. So really, we, there's only one real black character in that freaking franchise. Yes. Lando. You know, let's show that there's at least two families who are black in the entire universe. Yes, that's nice. There's two. That so would we got nice. some diversify. Well, come on, they had the, you know, the stereotypical uh, Irish alien in there. They also had the Italian immigrant in there and a bunch of other uh, racist stereotypes from the uh, second set of movies. Well, God, yeah, of course. So there's, the, yeah, makes, there's your diversity. Yeah, but it makes you think of something Richard Pryor said in his uh, bicentennial comedy special because he said he went, went to see... Uh, Logan's Run, because obviously it's 1976. He said, there's no black people in here. He said, white people ain't planning on being around in the future. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe that was, maybe Lucas's plan for these movies was much more malicious than we ever thought. Yeah, maybe there's a whole set of movies that explains why uh, Lando's the only black person. <laughs> that would be a dark and twisted set of films. <laughs> the real racist George Lucas. Oh my god, and if you think about it, the uh, Stormtroopers are another type of uh, people that we have in the real world that we don't like to talk about. Oh, you mean the people wearing all white? Yeah. Do you mean Scary Ghost? Exactly. From Beetlejuice. Yeah, I think it's South Park. Carmen's <laughs> uh, got a Scary Ghost costume. It wasn't me. It was the ghost who just everywhere. And then he had the Adolf Hitler costume underneath. Yeah. Oh, this is giving me a whole new outtake episode all set up to go. <laughs> Aren't you glad when you record with me? <laughs> oh, not only that, but it was perfect. You actually pause right before you start talking about the second one theater, so it was a perfect spot for me to cut it. Excellent. Without having that like, cutting conversation, I can cut that right there. And put that all in, take that all out of the regular episode and put that in an outtake right there. It's perfect. Excellent. I am pleased. Okay, so back to the comic. Because we're on page two. It's going to be a podcast. <laughs> we're going to be doing multiple. We're going gonna to take more than four episodes to do this four issue series. How long does it normally take you and whoever else you normally uh, host with? You mean how long is the episode, or how long, like, recording, or how long is, like, how many episodes? How how long does it normally take an episode to be recorded? Two hours. Okay, and then I don't feel too bad right now. <laughs> no, I play about two hours, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more, it depends. Okay. All right, so page two. <laughs> yes. In 2011, the irredeemable Shag and Aqua Rob Kelly teamed up to create the Fire and Water podcast. In 2016, they teamed up with Ryan Daly, the Franklins, and Siskoid to form the Fire and Water Podcast Network. A network built on teaming up needs a show about team ups. Marvel Team Up. Yes. The Brave and the Bold. You know it. Marvel Two in One. 
It's clobbering time. DC Comics presents... Of course. Supervillain team-up? Good idea. Youngblood X-Force? Mmm, technically. FW Team-Up, coming this summer, only from the Fire and Water Podcast Network. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know why it's a hipster thing. It's actually not a bad beer. No. Well, because I used to get it at this place in Philly. We used to go. They used to show movies there. Actually, they'd have like a movie night. You know, like it was a club in Philly, and it was like when I lived outside of Philly, obviously, it was like two, three bucks to get in, but you got a chip for like the bar for mm-hmm. that much money, and you watch the movie, and people, you know, you <laughs> listen to yourself. Two or three bucks was a lot of money, and they gave you a chip to drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they get you. Dude, well, like, you know, they you're lucky to get into a club now for under twenty bucks and no beverage. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the. I think that's the Trocadero. No, that's not the Trocadero. Anyway, this place in Philly, they would have Monday. I think it was the Trocadero actually in Philly. They would have like movies on like Monday night. Like there was like three bucks. You hang out, with people. You get to yell and scream at the theater, of course. And they always have like some kind of drink special and party little thing going along with the movie. I mean, when they played point and. It's not even so much second run. It's just like whatever they feel like or whatever mm-hmm. the rights to. Like they had Point Break playing the week after Swayze died. And oh wow! You should have seen everybody screaming and doing shots for the sweat for Swayze afterwards. It's, so it sounds like it's the uh, Alamo Roadhouse down in uh, Texas. If you're familiar with that, I actually do have an idea of the place. I, I don't know that much about it, but I do have some idea about it. But yeah, so, cool. there there needs to be more places like that around. There really oh, it was great. We used to go there at least once a month. Just to, you know, hang out, watch a movie, and also, it wasn't so much to watch the movie, because, I mean, you weren't always hearing it, but it was just a fun way to hang out. Yeah. Drink. But, yeah, oh, anyway, that's the whole point of that. They used to have, one of the things they would have was, like, $2 PBRs. So, yeah, you can still get so, PBRs for 2 bucks around here, where I live anyways, in less. So, <laughs> so it, was like, it was like a cheap late night out. I mean, you can go, you know, not counting, let's say, you know, gas, if you were driving there, or the train, if you were taking it, but for, like, 10 bucks. You can go and get a couple, see the movie and get a couple of drinks in you. Yeah, that's not bad. that's not a bad deal. That's what I meant by drinking PBRs. Yeah. I don't think I count as a hipster. I hope not. Do you wear? Unless you're a hipster listening, in that case, I really do. Do you, Do you wear thick black rimmed glasses? No. Do you wear skinny jeans? No, my jeans are usually slightly loose. Do you wear a lot of flannel and or ironic t-shirts from the 70s and 80s that most people would not understand the references to? Uh, flannel I haven't really worn since like the late 90s. Okay. And the shirts, well, they might have that, but I just like them. I just get them because I like them. I don't think they're ironic. Or because, you know, I mean, someone got me the gift, the Soul Glow t-shirt. You may be two to three percent hipster. Okay, I can take that. Yeah, that's an acceptable percentage of hipster. Because I just buy, I, but I don't buy them because they're ironic. I buy them because I like them. You know, which is why I have like ten Evil Dead shirts. <laughs> Literally, when I worked at the comic store years ago, I bought like every version of Evil Dead Army of Darkness shirt that was that was available. Oh Jesus! I have like, I have, like ten of them. All right. Well. Clearly, you're a fan. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
So, Pip in the Duck, Pip doing Die Hard. <laughs> we just talk about this comic a little. Just Why don't we call this everything but the Thanos versus Hulk uh, podcast? What, have you not listened to my episodes on uh, the Thanos Infinity Revelation? There literally was... It was Would you be up- mad if I told you I haven't listened to any podcast at all in about a year and a half to two? No, because at least I'm included. At least there's any of them. So it's not yeah. like, I've listened to everyone in the world, but you <laughs> Yeah. But you Dude, I haven't even listened to Tell Him, Steve, Dave, and I don't know how long, and that was one of my favorites. No, yeah, Brian Zeno and I did ended up doing five episodes on that graphic novel because and we that, did this. Because literally one of the episodes, we covered two pages <laughs> because okay. we spent too much time on these tangents. We went a little bit around. So, tangents, tell me, what did you think of the Green Lantern tangent issue? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, let's keep on track here. (laughs) You do realize there's a tangent podcast. I'm not surprised, actually. (laughs) Parallel Lines, the DC Comics Tangent Universe podcast. I'm not surprised. I'll put a link in the show notes for you people. Yeah, no, I, I, I liked a lot of the tangent stuff myself, actually. I bought at least the first... I know I did buy all of the issues in that first week they did, I'm not, and I know I bought some other ones since, and I don't know if I bought all of them, but I know at least that first week they came out with them, I bought all of them. I, you're talking about, like, the second runs, right? The, like, the second ver- volumes? W- weren't they all just, like, interconnected one-shots? Yes, well, the first week, because the first, the, the first time they came out, it was one of those fifth-week events. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I meant by the first week of it, like, that first time. Oh, okay. Like, oh, the, the, the first wave. Yeah, the first wave. Okay, yeah. I know I, I definitely bought all, those, all those. Yeah, I, I picked up all those for 50 cents each. And we keep talking over each other. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. But, yeah, I bought all those when they came out, I know. I think I, I, I'm not, I think I bought the second wave, but I don't remember fully. Yeah, I think I bought a portion of the second wave, but not all of them because the 50 cent store just didn't have them. But, yeah, they were good. Yeah. You know, that's what I miss. I miss those McDonald's commercials with the Grimace, the Hamburglar, Mayor McCheese, the uh, Nuggets, which I can't remember their names of. No, the Fry Guys. Yeah. Those were good commercials. You don't miss Birdie? No. You talking about the one from uh, Super Mario Brothers 2? No, Birdie from uh, McDonald's. Oh, no. She came later, late 70s, early 80s. She was a little bird, but had trouble flying. So she's an ostrich? <laughs> I'm not really sure what she was. She was yellow. So maybe she was supposed to be a chicken? And she was too afraid to fly. And um, to answer the actual thing I was about questioning you, during a... Uh, Kitty Pride ended up being part of all new X-Men, which was the team of the X-Men from the past. And that was the one where... It was the original cast members, right? Yeah, it's the original five from, like, issue, like, five or six. Okay. In the 60s, brought to the future. She ended up becoming Professor K, basically, they called her. <laughs> she was in charge of the kids. And they did a story where the Shi'ar said, Yeah, you're Jean Grey. You're still responsible for the Phoenix, so we're taking you. And so they did a crossover of Guardians of the Galaxy. And her and Star-Lord started dating. 
and they continued that on in the Star-Lord series that they did recently. Because she was on the X-Men with Magic, who can teleport across the universe, so Magic would just teleport her over there and bring her back. I just don't see her being a cosmic level uh Yeah, character. but she end up they uh, they ended the series with them getting engaged. Oh, that's romantic. Her and Star-Lord. So they're going to have alien babies. Well, he's half human. All right, which means is they're going to have alien babies because he's not fully human. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah. But yeah, that's why she's there because she's with the, you know, she's marrying him. Yeah, that bugs me, but okay, that that makes sense. I'm actually I'm waiting for it to come into Marvel Unlimited because I want to read. I'm curious how that goes with like her because you know Rocket Raccoon and Drax with Kitty Pride and the thing. That's not really a team I ever thought of, so I'm really curious how that works. Seems like it would be a very volatile team. Like Kitty's going to be the voice of reasoning, probably because you you know Thing and Drax are going to go at it. Rocket is. A grenade ready to go off at any moment. Well, from what I understand, Rocket's in charge. Oh, fun times. That is definitely something I would want to read. <laughs> so I'm curious about that one, because like, like, the thing and Kitty on a team together is just like, you know, they, I'm sure they've had some interactions here and there, but no, I'm probably nothing more than a panel or two. I bet the thing's been over to the uh, X-Mansion more than once, you know, just for a pool party. They hung out, they traded stories. <laughs> pool party. <laughs> Yeah, he probably sinks right to the bottom. <laughs> Actually, he would go there because they have a pool. Because, you yeah. know, unlike New York, uh, FF, they live in the middle of New York City. And they probably have the fight, something for Colossus to sit in while he's all metal. Yeah. They, they have huge mutants. They have to have something for them. It's probably the one place he can go swimming. Uh, well, I'm sure Reed Richards could just open a portal to another dimension for the thing. And he can just, you know, there's an all-pool dimension. All-pool dimension. Well, I mean, he, that's where he can go swimming without, you know, sinking. Yeah. They have, you know, special mutant water wings. Those little swimmings <laughs> that he puts on his arms. Mutant water wings, that's awesome. Because <laughs> nothing oh against him, but he would sink. So, you know, he needs something Dude, to keep him up. Could you imagine your superpower being making water wings and, like, that rubber ducky that little kids use that go go around their waist? Oh, the big, like, the yellow tube with the ducky head? Yeah. That would be awesome. That, that's your superpower. So, we're forming a team to uh, do these deadly missions and we're going to need someone with a healing factor someone who can shoot lasers out of their eyes someone who controls the weather and you know for those off occasions when we're out in the middle of the sea we need someone who can float <laughs> who here can do that ah rubber ducky man okay you're on what what me yeah no no i, I didn't mean to wear this red shirt today oh crap Although I will say that's one thing I did like when Grant Morrison took over the X-Men and made it a school of like a hundred students. Because it was always like, we're the X-Men, we're here to protect the mutants, but we're only going to break, we're only actually going to protect on a constant basis the ones who can who are pretty and or can fight really well. Yeah. If you don't have a good fighting power, we don't give a crap. You stay home and get, you stay home. We need you to get lynched when we have, we need a emotional story beat. You know, and there it's like, Okay, yeah, you're not going to end up fighting evil, but you're a mutant, and it's probably safer for you here than there, so come on over. Like, that made sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Xavier, either that or Xavier's a really lazy teacher in the comics. He's like, look, I only want to teach a couple kids at a time, 
And since you're going to be fighting a lot, I don't have to teach you every... Uh, God, school? Like, 7 a.m. every day? Are you kidding? I'm not Xavier don't get up that early. I, I think he's just tired of his own students trying to kill him, so he's trying to, you know, lower the chances of that happening by having a much smaller class size. Yeah. But at least, like, when I saw this, when I first saw the movies and they did that, I'm like, well, that makes sense. He would have a whole crap load of students. Yeah. So, I always like that. So, yeah, Rubber Ducky Man would fit in there. He just, you know, they'd be smart enough not to put him on a team. It's like, you're not going to fight. You just make room. You, you're the best lifeguard in the world, though. Yeah. He's Only going down. Pool party, you can be El Captain Tan. Yeah. Oh, the person's going down. Nope, he floats back up. He floated back up. The swimmies appeared on him. Yeah, his uh, second mutation allows him to uh, throw rubber duckies and water wings on other people. Oh, he would be like, cruise ships would be fighting to have him in case that, you know, as a to say, we are the safest cruise ship. Yeah. Our safety rating is 100. Okay, let's get back on track here, because I'm, I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> so. Where am I? The Voyager cast. Who are you? The second in command. What do you want? To cover every iteration of Star Trek. I will not watch Voyager, Enterprise, Picard, Lower Decks, Prodigy, or Discovery. My life is my own. By hook or by crook, you will. I am not a prisoner of your podcast whims. Alright, you want to do the prisoner? Alright then. The Village People, an exploration of the prison. With Paul Spataro, Dave Pascarella, Bill Robinson, and Andrew Lamb. And we learned that in the 90s, what happens when you let marketing and stuff take over? Uh. You have the clone saga that doesn't that ends, you know, two years longer than it should have. And that becomes a whole nother mess for continuity reasons and fights over... Who died? Who lived? Who's the better Spider-Man? Was it really all real? And yet somehow it's voted as part of Marvel's 75 greatest stories. Are you are you fucking kidding me? No. Oh my god. Because Marvel the other year, when it was the 75th anniversary, had a uh, thing online for people to vote for the, you know, they wanted to vote for the 75, you know, make a list of the 75 greatest Marvel stories. And that's on the list. It's in fact it's somewhere in the top fifty, I think, or forty, like in the top forty. Who the fuck voted on this? I want to like drive to their house, like in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, and just like start punching people. <laughs> There's a lot of issues that are weird in there. Uh, Hulk 181, the whole first Wolverine. And didn't Wolverine only appear in like the very end of the comic for like one panel? Well, that's 180. Oh, 180, okay. 181 is the actual where he fights the Hulk, but it's not a great story. Oh, okay. Because people, if you've listened to the show a few times, people would have heard the uh, trailer, and they'll hear it again this, uh, I don't know about this episode, but they've heard it a couple times on here, the trailer for the unofficial 75 Greatest Marvels Countdown podcast, which goes over all those stories. You know, and it's been, I've been on several episodes of that, and it's been said before, and sometimes it's like, uh, yeah, this isn't really so much voted because it's a great story. It's voted because of historical significance. You know, first Wolverine, first, you know, Avengers number four, where Cap first shows up. Yeah, those, those really don't sound like great stories at all. <laughs> yeah, and then there's some other weird ones, like the Clone Saga, 
is on there, and so is the entire Chris Claremont run of the New Mutants. The and entire I, run, really? Yeah, the first because uh, I I did that episode. It was like one to fifty four. I'm like in the annuals. I'm like, okay, I love the Claremont run of the New Mutants, but. I would call that the greatest story. And why are they putting that? Why do people vote for that, but not vote for, uh, in that case, all of Stanley and Jack Kirby on the Fantastic Four? Like, how does that not get, like, how does only the Galactus trilogy get voted on there, but not, but all of New Mutants? Like, I can think of a couple stories in there that I would vote for for that, but not the entire run. Okay, that's... Oh, I guess that's what happens when you... I don't know how much uh, it was thought of beforehand to put rules ahead, rules in there, and how much, you know, when you just let random people on the internet vote. Kind of makes you wonder what, like, lost. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you know, just barely didn't make it. On the other hand, though, hey, uh, Warlock is on there. But the uh, Jim Starlin run of Warlock is on there, like, 25 or 26. Oh, please tell me there's some issues of what the on that list. No, no, what the... Damn. And uh, the death of Captain Marvel is like number 25. See, I, I don't know that story, so I can't say how how I feel about it's that. It's a good one. Okay. Wait, is that the one where he succumbs to cancer? Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I don't think I ever read it. I just read, like, synopsis on the story. And he, he got the cancer because of all the energy he was absorbing or something like that. Uh, actually, he fights Nitro, and Nitro steals this kind of nerve gas, and uh, he ends up he ends up breathing some of it in before he's able to uh, close it off. Oh, okay. And actually, it's funny that happens in Captain Marvel thirty four, which I think is like one of Jim Starlin's last issues doing Captain Marvel. It's like the issue right after the whole Thanos and the Cosmic Cube story ends, and it's like the first thing he does after that, and then years later. Jim Starlin came back to Captain Marvel and did the death. Oh, that's Cause that, cool. Because that issue came out like 74. And the death of Captain Marvel was like 82. Nice little circle of life there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like he had a plan. It's like, I'm going to kill this guy one day. Yeah. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be the next day. But I guarantee you, I'm killing him. And it's going to be something that he can't beat. And of course, it comes down to cancer. Yeah. Cancer's a bitch. And he's still dead. Yeah, well, it's a comic, so you know. I'm still waiting for uh, Uncle Ben to come back. Well, I mean, technically they brought back Uncle Ben's from, you know, we see Uncle Ben's from different universes. Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, the real Uncle Ben. Yeah. Because, I mean, technically Spider-Gwen is from an alternate universe, so technically Gwen Stacy is still dead. Same thing with Jean Grey. I mean, the Jean Grey that's in you know X Men right now is the young Jean Grey from the past. They never brought back the actual Jean Grey. She's been dead since uh, at the end of the Marvel uh, Morrison run. What about in New X Men from the early two thousands? Wasn't that the real Jean Grey? Yes, that, but that's the Morrison run. Oh, okay. Yeah, she died at the end of that. Oh, okay. And the only Jean Grey we've had since is the young Jean Grey from the past. Gotcha. I, or, I was thinking. I was thinking that she died much earlier during the uh, uh, Dark Phoenix saga, where it turned out that it was a clone of Jean. Yeah. No, no, as far as we know, it's still Jean. Okay. All right, let's see. Um, 
Oh yeah, I'm looking at the li- I found the list now for the greatest marbles. Planet Hulk made the list. It's number forty one. Never read that. Uh, Thunderbolts number one. I'm just uh, hitting a few of them. Thunderbolts number one at thirty seven. Never read that. Let's see, going up to the top of it. Let's just do a few from the top down. Not all of them. Is Citizen V on there? Well, Citizen V would have been in the Thunderbolts. No, I mean the actual the Citizen V miniseries from. No. Okay. So that's pretty good from what I recall. But let's see. We got number 74, Next Wave, Agents of Hate, miniseries. And number 73 is New Mutants 98, which is the first Deadpool. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Clone Saga was higher up than I thought. Clone Saga was number 65. Uh, Marvel Zombies was 60. <laughs> Alpha Flight 12 was number 56. Uh, the Wolverine miniseries, the original one, was 54. Really, I'm surprised I didn't get higher based on what I'm hearing so far. Yeah, me too. Uh, Giant Size X-Men is number 48. Yeah, nah, that's just a historical one. Yeah. Uh, Avenger, uh, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. by Jim Steranko is number 36. Which one's that? The, uh, se- that's not the 70s one, is it? Yeah, late 60s, early 70s. Okay, with all the psychedelics and all that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. X-Men Fatal Attractions, number 32, is number 32. Hey, Fatal Attractions, that's the, uh, don't tell me, that's the antimantium uh, removal in that arc? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was like one issue each of the like five or six X titles with like the gold, with like they had the silver foil covers. Yeah, and they're, they're even more rare ones with gold. Oh. Oh, and speaking of X-Men, number 33 was Avengers vs. X-Men. I don't think I read that one. Not the eighties miniseries, the one that just came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I definitely know I didn't read that one. <laughs> and it's like a weird mix, like those two really, and then you got number thirty one is Thor three thirty seven, which is the first issue that uh, Walt Simonson did and Better A Bill. So it was number one. Let's jump down to number one. Oh, by the way, since I said them before, real quick, Death of Captain Marvel is number twenty five. And all of Warlock by Jim Starlin, at least in the 70s, is number 24. So, made the 25. Annihilation is number 16, by the way. Oh, wow. Secret Wars is number 11, the original. Okay. That, that was a pretty good storyline, though. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Infinity Gauntlet's number 7. Oh, which, uh, which one's Infinity Gauntlet? Uh, it's when Thanos and Warlock first come back in the 90s and he gets the glove. Okay, so it's not the one from the 2000s. They're the, uh... Infinity. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Dark Phoenix, actually, since you mentioned before, is number five. That doesn't surprise me. Daredevil Born Again is number four. Uh, okay, I can, I can see that. Uh, Craven's Last Hunt is number three. Never read that. Heard a lot about it, though. It's good. Number two, Civil War. Oh... Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no! That just oh my god! Whenever I hear that in comic terms, I'm thinking all these tie-ins. And number one was the death of Gwen Stacy. Huh. I guess it. Well, it's interesting. I don't know if I really call it a great story or even like historical significance. I mean, it didn't, like, really change Spider-Man, did it? Well, it definitely... No, it changed his life. It definitely affected him. Well, it affected him, but it didn't really change who he was at the core or anything. I mean, he still went on doing what he did. 
Yeah. I mean, there wasn't like any big revelations or anything that he came to from it. But it did take Gwen Stacy and the Green Goblin out of the series for a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, it did definitely affect the title. And also the fact that it had that, you know, the thing going on for years, whether she was dead already or did she get killed when he webbed her. Yeah, true. Because of the whole snap sound effect there. Yeah. But I'm assuming you're probably more confused. You're probably more have an issue with number two than number one. Oh, you have no idea how much that. Yeah. How does Civil War rank number two of their all? You know, tell me, is there at least any Doctor Strange stories on there? Uh, let's see. Like straight up Doctor Strange? It just has to involve Doctor Strange, that's all. <laughs> it could be from Strange Tales. Well, he's in Infinity Gauntlet, which is uh, number seven, so he's yeah. in that. Okay. A- anything where he takes center stage or more? I'm pretty sure no. Damn. The well, people. wait, no secret. Well, I forget how much he was involved in it or not, but Secret Invasion is number 20. Uh, he was a part of the Illuminati. He, I don't think he had a, a major role in that from what I remember. Oh, wait, you'll like this. Number 27, Spider-Man, Maximum Carnage. <laughs> oh, these people who voted on it, what the fuck were they smoking? Maximum Carnage is on there, really? Yeah. Okay. It apparently is considered better than the... So it made higher on the list than Astonishing X-Men by Joss Whedon and John Cassidy. That, you know, I am not a big X-Men fan when it comes to comics for titles, but that was a really good series. Not as good as apparently Maximum Carnage. Bullshit. What's wrong with people? Although, although you know what? He, here, here's what I'm racking it up to. Because Maximum Carnage came out at a time when comics were overly produced... And were a lot cheaper, so they were they were able to get it into more hands than they would, you know, the newer comics that were like three fifty a pop. That yeah, I that title was oh even less actually. The, the actual series would have been under two bucks. Was it really? No, yeah. I'm talking about the uh, X Men one. Oh oh X Men yeah yeah no the the Maximum Carnage yeah definitely under two bucks. Yeah okay I see what you're saying yeah. Yeah. Although actually, Maximum Carnage is when I stopped getting Spider-Man. I had the first two. I was getting Spider-Man for a few years, and I had the first two issues of that, and then I stopped. Well, this is where I'm going to call it quits. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Whatever what? happened to Toxin? I have no clue. I'm sure he's dead. Because I, I kind of do like the whole idea of the symbiotes reacting differently to different people and then, like, becoming different entities. Yeah, not just the same thing over and over. Yeah. I liked how Toxin could, like, essentially cure other symbiotes, but he couldn't, like, sense other symbiotes, which was a little weird. Hmm. He was only in a few issues. He was, like, white and black, a mixture of white and black uh, outfit where white was the predominant color. Yeah, okay, let's see. First appeared in the Venom vs. Carnage series in 2004. Far as I know, he's still around. All right, well, Marvel needs to start using them. <laughs> well, a lot of characters just sit around doing nothing. Yeah, tons of them. I think they should just have a universe and a universe wiping event again. 
start over, which is like what uh, Valiant did, like a handful of uh, titles. That's it, and then expand from there. That'll never happen. No, it will not. Because that would involve them not selling as many titles as they could. Yep. But I think in the long run, that would actually be better for the comic industry because there's not going to be an oversaturation of comics. It's going to focus them to really hone in on storytelling versus all these tie-ins for the extra cash, which just waters down the enjoyment that people get. And in my view, would actually warrant the 3 to $4 per book for that. Okay, so according to Comic Book DB, Toxin first appeared in Venom vs. Carnage number one in two thousand four, and his last appearance—well, technically his last appearance was in January two thousand ten. Official handbook of the Marvel Universe A to Z, <laughs> but he actually his last appearance was March two thousand seven. Civil War Battle Damage Report. And what? How many fucking tie-ins did Civil War have? I don't even many. remember hearing that title at all. Basically, Toxin just appeared in the four-issue Venom vs. Carnage mini for 2004, and a Toxin six-issue series in 2005. Uh, I know I have one of those. I, ha- I have a couple of issues. Now, he's Toxin from Marvel number two. There is a third one called Luminal, and t- apparently Toxin number four is Eddie Brock. So A-Rock went from Venom to Toxin at some point? Apparently. Okay, way to go, Marvel. Well, he wasn't Venom anyway. Remember, Scorpion was Venom. Right, but A-Rock was Venom before all that. And then it became anti-Venom. Wait, he was anti-Venom? As far as I know, yeah. Wait, who was the uh, wounded war... uh, Agent Venom. Who was Agent Venom? Flash Thompson. Okay, see, I thought he was anti-Venom. No, no, that was... He was Venom. Or Agent Venom. Because didn't anti-Venom come after Agent Venom? Uh, I think so, because it actually says he became Toxin in, like, issue 17 of Venom. Yeah, see, I thought... It, okay. Uh, so many names, so many variants. So and I'm many- trying to remember... If Flash's Venom is still part of the Guardians of the Galaxy or not. Oh, he's definitely an ultimate web warrior. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, I finished all of season three uh, late last week. How was it? It's good. I got to get back to that. I think I got. I think I saw like the first season and a half of that show. Dude, they uh, do the uh, Spider of Many Worlds storyline or yeah, whatever. Spider Verse. Yeah, thank you. The Spider Verse. They have Peter Porker in it. That was yeah. a fun episode. Yeah, because they basically more or less showed that version of Spider-Man in the uh, actual Spider-Verse mini, you know, series. Mm, okay. So, no, yeah, I do want to watch it. I just haven't had a chance yet. It's good. It's definitely good. I thought the uh, uh, season finale was kind of lame, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. But from last I remember seeing, it was all on Netflix, at least like the first season or so, so... Yep, they're up to season three now. Season three just came out, so... So, I'll go and watch that eventually. All right, let's call it so I can eat. Yeah, no, that's it, because the rest of the stuff we'll just do next time. Okay, cool. So, you can go eat. Awesome. And I will send you later on issue four. Okay. And then unless you say... Unless one of us says otherwise, I guess we'll just do next Monday again? Like yep, you said, no. fine. Yeah, next cool. Monday works. All right, man, talk to you later. All right, talk to you later, man. Have All a good right, night. Bye. 
You too. The next few outtakes feature me and my brother Joe. There was a reason they were cut originally. They are silly and stupid, which is why they are perfect for an outtake episode. Adam Warlock with his soul jam. Silver Surfer with his surfboard. Him and Adam Warlock. Where's your intro music? Do you play it or no? Do you just do you put that in afterwards? I put it in afterwards. That's so boring. Why? It doesn't feel like you're on a show. It feels like I'm sitting in a room with you. <laughs> this isn't even a studio. This yes, is a bedroom. Is. No, it's not. This is the Adam Warlock studio? Yes, it is. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I see the statue of Adam Warlock right there. Yes. Looks a lot like a rocking chair. Alright. Back hey. in there. Here. That's Thanos. Yeah. It's not Adam Warlock. So. Now you shows Adam Warlock and Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Why did you, uh... Were you running out of, uh, Adam Warlock? No, but it's fun to talk about Thanos, too. Oh, okay. You wanted to get more of the kids involved? Yes. Nobody knows Adam Warlock. I want to get all the kids into the Death God. Well, people know Thanos. Yeah, I don't care. Nobody knows Adam Warlock. No but, movies about Adam Warlock. So most of the stuff is Adam is Adam Warlock and Thanos anyway, so why the hell not? How far up are you with your Adam Warlock pod? Podding? What do you mean? Well, where, where does Adam... Uh, at the newest podcast that you would do about Adam Warlock... Besides this one, where does Adam Warlock? We were the last thing I recorded. We did Adam Warlock number eight. Is that, where is that in relation to the Infinity Gauntlet? Eighteen years before. Yeah. Oh, okay. So is he like anything the like 70s. the uh, what? What is he like now? I saw. I listened to the first few podcasts, and he's weird. Yeah, um, that's the last. That, that's the last issue. His, that was the last issue of his series. It got canceled then. That's the last one of him on Counter Earth doing like the Jesus thing. Oh, I don't even. I have to listen to that. So he thinks he's Jesus. Well, he doesn't think he's Jesus, but they're doing like a Jesus story with using him. But he's nothing like the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. No, because he's pretty badass there. No, that, he pretty much knows his. That's the his uh, Jim Starlin version of uh, Adam Warlock. Jim Starlin will take over for a few years. Who's doing it now? At what the point you're doing? Uh, Roy Thomas and Mike Friedrich are the writers, and like. Oh, okay. Roy Thomas, so old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that that ends now, and then in a few months. This ends now. And they actually end the series on a cliffhanger, and then in a few months it ends in the Hulk in three issues of the Hulk, where Adam Warlock dies and gets crucified, and comes back to life three days later. So you know, like this thing hearing from all the way there. Yeah, they can hear uh-huh. me. They can hear me. So he he gets crucified and comes back. Cool. And then he leaves. Why the does he get crucified? I forget. I have to reread the oh, issues. Oh, okay. I'll listen to it on the podcast. Yeah. So he'll come back. So he dies and comes back, and then um, he flies off. And then a few years later, they bring him back. They bring back him back, giving his own strip in Strange Tales for like four issues. And that's Jim Starlin doing it. And that's when he becomes the Adam Warlock you know. 
Because that first story is the, the Magus. What's the Magus? Remember the evil version of Adam? The purple no. guy? No, I don't know that. Thanos? No. Is Thanos the evil version of Actually, Adam? Actually, no, Thanos is in there as Adam Warlock's friend. He helps him. Does he? Yes. I don't know anything about Thanos either. Where is he from? Where is Thanos from? We've been doing the whole Thanos thing. You don't listen to anything, do you? No, I haven't been able to download it. He was, he's from Titan, the moon Titan. He's on the Eternals. Oh, all right. I don't know that any of that either. Eternals? Yes. They have their own comic book, that Mike Lee. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about that. They're immortals. And they're very powerful. Cool. Like as powerful as Thor, more powerful. More powerful. You know the Celestials? Are they, so they're just as powerful as Thanos? More or less. Yeah. Is there anybody else that I would Thanos know is besides, besides Thanos? Uh, they made Drax a destroyer. He was a human, but they made him. Oh, they made him, yeah. And um, Star Fox from the Avengers. Star Fox. You, maybe you don't know him. Would, I've been reading the new Avengers. No, he hasn't been written in the new stuff. Oh, okay. Um, Akaris, Makari, Cersei. Any of them no, I don't know. It's Star Fox. Yeah. I know Star Lord. No. I know uh, Fox the Raccoon. Um, Rocket Raccoon? Rocket the Raccoon, also a Well, fox. you sound so... People are like, okay, he hasn't read the Adam Warlock stuff. That's fine. Okay, he doesn't know the Eternals. Fox the Raccoon from the movie. Uh, Lifeguards of the Galaxy, is that what it's called? It's like, this guy's a no crap. I, I know. I know. I read... I read Words. Th- yeah, I read some things with the pictures. I know enough. I, I watch the cartoons. All right. So anyway, today is about Adam Warlock, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. And Friends. Adam Warlock and Friends. Yeah, it's just like Garfield and Friends. Mm-hmm. All right, but with Adam. Yes, he eats a lasagna. Got it. Your, your computer turned off. No, it's on. Looks off. All right. See? It's on. Oh, all right. Okay. Adam Warlock. This is good outtake stuff. Yeah. Hold on. <coughs> see? Look how loud that was. And I was turn my head that way. Yeah. It's actually fun to see how big the things get. Hello. 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 We have to get it at a good volume. That's not bad. Yeah. All right. We're going to start now, okay? Okay. Drink your drink first. I'm good. I need a little bit. Cue the music. You need me to stop recording, don't you? Yes. <laughs> you was over. <laughs> Go home. I just leave this recording. <laughs> You'll be like stuck here for like an hour. I don't know what to do. It's still on. Anyway. So Mommy, help. What was I saying about you watching the show and listening to our show? <laughs> and then comparing the shows? <laughs> Maybe I haven't explained it very well. So there's two shows, right? There's there's the video show, and then there's the audio show. <laughs> but the video show also has an audio. Alright, stop this show. thing. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving your studio. <laughs> out. I'm walking out of the show. I'm done. I'm out of here. Stop the show. Stop it. 
I'm not saying anything anymore. Dead air. Where? What are you looking for? Keys. I can't hear you. Come in. <laughs> All right. Come out. It's feedback time again, and this time it is feedback for episode 180, the beginning of the end, part one, with Brian Zemo, which was part three of our missing episodes. And for the post about this episode on Facebook, we got likes and shares from A World on Fire, an All-Star Squadron podcast, Jesse Starcher, Magazines and Monsters, Clinton Robinson, Joe Sedano, Gene Hendricks, Paul Spataro, Martin Gray, Ruth Sutherland, and Paul Showens. On Twitter, we got likes and retweets from Alan Sharp, Viet Nguyen, Capes and Lunatics Podcast Network, David Finn, Chris Lydon, The Daily Rios, The Source Material Comics Podcast, Chris Becker, Into the Night, Karen Walker, and Brian Sufo. Now, if you want to hear more from me, you can hear me pretty much every week on the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D cast. On that show, which you can find on the Legion of Substitute Podcasters feed, links in the show notes, we talk about the late 80s, early 90s DC Comics sci-fi series, Legion. That is the one with the acronym and Lobo, not Legion of Superheroes. And in fact, we have already finished covering Legion, and we are now covering one of the follow-up series from 2009, Rebels, which also is spelled with an acronym. I also did a guest spot recently on the Bronze Age of Horror show. You can find that on the Magazines and Monsters feed, link also in the show notes, covering two more issues of Werewolf by Night, issues 18 and 19 with me and Billy D. So go find the link for that and go get some 70s werewolf goodness. All right, you have comments that you want to make. You just want to hear your name said for liking and sharing. Both are admirable goals and I'm going to tell you how to accomplish them. Our email, resurrectionspodcast at yahoo.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just type in Adam Warlock or Thanos in the search box, and our page will pop up. We're on Twitter, at AdamThanosPod, and the show is now on Blue Sky, at AdamThanosPod.bsky.social. I want to give a quick update for a few things that were mentioned in this episode, since, well, anything in this episode was from 2017 or maybe even earlier, so that's what. Six years ago, maybe seven or eight, I did end up spending quite a bit of money on a U-Haul to bring my comics down from New Jersey to Florida, where I live now. So yes, I did do that. Um, it was worth it. Plus, I did sell some of them even because de- I because I was not able to sell all of them before I moved. <laughs> not even a quarter of them, actually. Not even an eighth of them. But I have sold several since I've moved, and it's at least helped. I think it's it almost evened out the money I spent, so that's worth it. Uh, my wife also going back to the talk about dyeing hair. My wife has since dyed her hair blue, green, and currently purple. So we've gone with those other colors as well. And finally, yes, it mostly sounds like it was just the Imagine Dragon song that was the problem because that's in all these episodes. But this episode also did have a clip from the uh, movie Chasing Amy in it. So maybe that was a problem too. But it's probably just the Imagine Dragons thing, since that's in all the episodes that are missing. Uh, If you're curious what clip from Chasing Amy I cut out, I have a link for that in the show notes as well, so you can go watch that on YouTube. Alright, one last thing. This show is part of The Collective. The Collective was started by a few like-minded podcasters who wanted to network in the most traditional sense. 
It has become a repository for ideas, crossovers, and potential guest appearances, and you are going to hear a promo for one of the other collective shows right now. Hey there. I'm sure you know about the Capes and Lunatics podcast, but have you heard about the Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks podcast? It's a fun home for classic and new reviews of just about everything. We have the Ultimate Spider Cast, where we cover everything Spider-Man. The Quantum Zone, where we talk the classic Marvel character Quasar and do deep dives on the cosmic side of Marvel. We also have Comic Capers, where we cover everything old and new in comics. It could be anything, any company, any decade. And we also have our Media Mondays, where we cover some kind of TV show, be it a Arrowverse uh, current hits or our summer specials, where we do reviews of uh, classic episodes of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer spinoff Angel. So, if you're a fan of pop culture and media, you should really check it out. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, is a fan-made production, and no copyright infringement is intended, or happening, or even understood. The opening music for this podcast is Intro Pompeii by Lino Rise, and the closing music is Dark and Dramatic by DJ Puzzle, both are licensed by the Creative Commons license. You can find Lino Rise at free-intro-music.com and DJ Puzzle at peaceloveproductions.com. Links to both can be found on the Tumblr page. I guess I'm just uh, uh, talking about uh, just specifically uh, at 